Hi, and welcome to the Thinking Cosmically podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gentry, also known as Cosmic. We are now in episode two. I've had great feedback from the first episode, and I hope to continue to keep you coming back to hear more. So thank you for listening and taking your time um, out of your day to come check out this podcast. It's much appreciated. Now, for those of you who are listening for the first time, welcome. I hope you can stick around to hear some more really interesting topics over the course of this year, as I plan to have many discussions around human rights and space, music and philosophy and economics, but largely systems thinking that's typically not heard in mainstream culture. So if that is something you're interested in, you will unquestionably be in for a unique experience. In this episode, I'd like for you to get a perspective on the technological trends and where it could ultimately lead us in the long term. Now, I'm not an expert in any particular field of technology. However, I am quite educated in its recent developments, and I may at times discuss these trends in more philosophical and hypothetical terms, specifically long-term thinking. I want to be clear and differentiate the fundamentals of this podcast that unfortunately at times can come across conspiratorial in discussions with conspiracy theories. I intend to objectively shed light in areas that are typically undiscussed in social norms. However, I am certain that my trolls and trolls-to-be will likely associate me with the likes of current conspiracy theorists, given the subject matter. But I do want to assert the distinction, and that is that I value the scientific method, and I diligently and objectively seek credible and valid sources when researching given topics. Now, as an aside, for those of you who think the Earth is flat, or think NASA's moon landing was fake, I can't help you. And this podcast is certainly not in the business of nurturing confirmational biases. But if you are interested in exploring new ideas, and are open to new ways of thinking about our world, and stick around, regardless of where we differ in our views. Imagine what the world must have been like before the advent of cars. Before planes, before trains, or buildings or skyscrapers. No computers, no phones, No streets or sidewalks. No people to pick up their dog feces on their daily walk. Imagine the sensory experiences that our early ancestors would have encountered on a day-to-day basis. You could imagine a very beautiful world, but a very dangerous world for early humans. How is it that a species can go from living in the wild to landing on the moon in such a short amount of time from a cosmic perspective. The notion that evolution isn't real is as absurd as thinking that today's modern world is the final frontier for human achievement. That would mean that everything that we've collectively invented, all of human progress, would abruptly reach a plateau. This isn't the case though we don't have any evidence that we can even make it to tomorrow, we can make educated assumptions of how things will or could look in the near future. Take Moore's Law, for example. 
Though there's been wars, economic crashes, and human rights movements, the rate in which progress has been made with technology is astonishing. None of these things I've mentioned has had little to no effect in slowing down the progress being made in advancing technology. It just keeps getting faster and faster and faster. This means that we are not on a linear trajectory. I mean, we are on an exponential one. So, given that this is the trend, what does that mean for future humans? I mean, what is the purpose? What exactly are we progressing toward? And where does this ultimately lead us? Are we just unconsciously driving this advancement of humankind? What implications will this have? Now, these are hard questions to answer, but similar to ants, we have no real idea about the true nature of our existence. However, we continue to build and build and build. Now, it's likely at some point, if we don't blow ourselves up, science and technology will continue to progress where we would inevitably inhabit our nearest planets. I mean, we will inevitably become a Type 1 civilization and harness all of the Earth's power. And we will inevitably harness the sun's energy. But let's keep going, hypothetically. I mean, why would we stop there? Humans will likely explore the Milky Way. I mean, we may or may not be human at this point, but it's likely we could have merged with AI or have become more of a hybrid species that ensures long-term survival and increased intelligence. I'll talk more about artificial intelligence in upcoming podcasts. But seriously, imagine us reaching our nearest galaxy, the Andromeda. I mean, imagine discovering another civilization, what effect that would have on our beliefs and goals. Humans are very curious. And our curiosity, coupled with AI, that would be an exponential driving force that could lead us spreading across the entire cosmos. Now imagine that we finally reach the shores of answering the age-old questions. Why are we here? How did this all happen? Is there a God? What's our purpose? Is it egoistic? for us to possibly think that we could have any role in answering these questions? I mean, will humans be the species to figure this all out? I briefly spoke with Jason, the owner of the Daily Dose of Internet YouTube channel, and he said, quote, I will be very shocked if the human race will survive another 10,000 years, so probably no role whatsoever. We need more time than that if we want to travel the stars. I also spoke with Chris, the creator of the Smokescreen YouTube channel, where he took on even a more pessimistic view. However, I do agree with him, and he said, quote, From the perspective of the grand scheme of things, given the sheer size of the universe and mathematical certainty that there is life beyond our speck of a solar system, almost no role at all. We're just a fleeting moment in space-time. Though this is a likely scenario, I still hold on to my optimism. It could be that a civilization long, long ago already answered these questions. I mean, think about it. Even if a civilization was one million years ahead of us, in technological terms, but just one million years. I mean, imagine that civilization's capabilities, really. 
I mean, think about how much we've developed in just 2,000 years. Think about how much we've developed in 100. Now, I don't know what will happen when we are finally an intergalactic species, but it's almost certain that we will be nothing like the humans that we are today. The creator of the Nihonium YouTube channel also shared with me a unique take. Quote, Life is really just something that happened here before the laws that govern the universe allowed it. Just like the planets, stars, and everything else, life is just something that exists. It doesn't have any explicit purpose. You wouldn't say that a mountain, for instance, has a purpose, it just exists. You might describe the process that creates it, but you'll never come up with a satisfactory answer for what the purpose of the mountain is. And the same goes for life. And so I don't really think there's any role that humans or life even could play in the universe. The only potential one that I don't believe in is that if the inevitable death of the universe can be stopped, humans, or their future advanced artificial intelligences, might be the ones to do it if physics allows it, which I unfortunately don't believe. Now, let's take a step back. One of my favorite childhood memories is playing the Nintendo Entertainment System. I remember playing so many games, like Donkey Kong and Zelda, and of course, a little bit of Duck Hunt before playing Mario Bros. This game was so much fun that my brother and I would fight at times for who we'd get to play it first on Saturday morning when we woke up. Think of the progress that has been made in video games since the 90s. And the graphics are incredible. And they are consistently improving. Now, given that this is the trend, it begs the question, I mean, for the sake of improving the entertainment factor of video games, will this ultimately lead us to the creation of a simulation that is indistinguishable from reality? Surely, if we continue to improve, we will reach a time in human history where we will have the means to live in a simulated world that perhaps is more interesting than the one we evolved from. Who's to say that we aren't already in a simulation now? I'd like to think that we're not, given the suffering that so many people have endured throughout history, and continue to do so in our modern world. This would be a cruel experiment if any advanced civilization had set forth the motion of our current existence. Then again, it's all subjective. I mean, are we intentionally killing ants when we're walking on the sidewalk? Currently, the universe is indifferent about humankind's survival. Think of all the ways the planet has already tried to kill us. Even today, a large portion of society still struggles to survive. So, the Earth and all of its inhabitants are not the center of the cosmos, though humans would like to think so. Given that this is our current reality, you could entertain the possibility that we are all, since the beginning of the known universe, a tiny part of a grand, chaotic, yet beautifully orchestrated simulation that humans call the universe. So I asked Scott Fisher, owner of the APL Fisher YouTube channel, what his thoughts are on the topic. My name is Scott Fisher, also known as APL Fisher on the internet. And I'm answering the question, do I think we live in a simulation? And do I think that 
games will lead to us living in a simulation in the future for the Think Cosmically podcast by Cosmic. So um, to answer the first question, yeah, I think there's a really strong possibility we're living in a simulation. And I mean, I guess I would point to obviously great pieces of media like The Matrix, which made me first think, and I think a lot of other people think about this premise, though there has been lots of other great literature and stuff uh, about that. But I, I just look at kind of how the world works, and especially I think games inform this idea a little bit, but like the more that you learn and understand about the universe, the more that you realize that all of these, all of the math and formulas and instances of how the world works is all, it's all set up in such a rigid way. Just like if you were in a game and you were able, you know, let's say you're an avatar in a game and you were able to eventually have some kind of awareness that you're in it, you would realize like, hey, there's all these set of sets of rules that guide how I'm able to move, exist and operate in this world. And so I think in that sense, and also if we were in a simulation, um, there's really no way to know that we, that we were if it was done by a being that was so much smarter than us. I know I'm rambling here a little bit, but yeah, I think, I think there's a very strong possibility that we are in a simulation. And when it comes to the question of, do I think games will lead to us living in a simulation, kind of like what I said before, I think that gaming and what we've been able to do and how far we've taken games has kind of made me think like if we're able to do this and create these virtual worlds and um, you know, why wouldn't somebody or a bean or whatever it is, or, you know, whoever created the universe and, and all that, why wouldn't they be able to set up something like that and use us as their, uh, use us for their entertainment or experiments or whatever else, or to further their, to keep their consciousness alive forever, whatever reason the simulation is set up. Um, yeah, I think games inform that idea for me and so i think it's a strong possibility and so i think i think since we're already living in a simulation um will we eventually live in a simulation of our simulation uh yeah i think that could happen a simulation within a simulation within a simulation in other words the simulated inception this may sound too sci-fi or outright comical but Humans have time and time again pushed the boundaries of discovery, even when facing incredible odds. We have this innate curiosity that keeps us toying with the fabric and laws of the cosmos. And though, in the cosmic timeline, we are like babies taking their first steps, it just might be that humans end up playing this game of life all too well and will unavoidably arrive at the shores of creation. Thanks for listening to Thinking Cosmically. If you find this podcast valuable, please support it by subscribing, sharing, and discussing it with others. You can also leave questions in the comments for a chance for me to address them during a podcast. You can find all my music at cosmicbeats.com, K-A-Z-M-I-K beats.com, or on YouTube. Thanks again for your support, and keep thinking cosmically.